Like, I would never get in a car with somebody and drive to the East Chicago projects and freaking help them dump their boyfriend's clothes out the car because this is my friend and this is what friends do. I used to stick around. I do anything. Back again for another episode. Here we are again. Ow. What's down, everybody? What's up? How are you? You know, I'm, I'm okay. That's good. Yeah. Okay is good. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. That's I'm good. feeling much better. I feel like I always got to get through like a little funk. It's always the second time we shoot that I feel like the juices are flowing. Things are going. Yes. Good. So let's just jump right into it. I know you have another non-advice. I like doing these. I hope y'all like these. I enjoy telling people like what they should do. Yeah. Without having any context. Yeah. Into their lives. Exactly. Or any like real definite like you know, concrete yeah. uh, answers. And they may never see it. Yeah. And, and they'll never know. Happy. But hopefully maybe one of y'all are in this situation. Yes. Hopefully not y'all are in this situation. But if you are. Hopefully are. you found the episode before you get into the situation. So you already know what to do. Yeah, exactly. So. Bing bong. I found one that I was like, maybe we can, instead of giving advice. Mm-hmm. Well, we can give advice. But we can also like kind of like talk about our perspective of like getting to know each other's partners when we have them okay so here it is Mm -hmm. (laughs) my husband cheated with my best friend okay starting off strong yeah yeah so my husband cheated on me with my best friend this is a throwaway account i guess that they're saying that it's not their true reddit account i don't know what it is but oh, whatever. Yeah, yeah, what else? doesn't matter. So I was scrolling through Reddit and saw a post yesterday about a husband who had sex with his wife's best friend. I had this sinking feeling because I seen the way that my best friend has been looking at my husband for years. Mm-hmm. I'm out of town right now. So I asked my friend point blank. At first, she denied it and uh, seemed offended. Hold on, let me actually make this bigger because I'm getting older. Fine, fair. <laughs> so let me see. She seemed offended when I asked. Mm-hmm. Then she started crying and apologizing. She said that they were drinking and he came on to her and she said no several times before moving forward. Mm-hmm. I'm heartbroken and enraged. I yeah. told her not to tell him that I know and she promised that she wouldn't. I'm going to act normal and see what he does. If he is transparent, I feel like we can work on it. But if he lies and hides it, I'm going to cheat on him and then secretly file for divorce. Okay. So what do you, what is, what does she want? (laughs) So you're a child. It doesn't sound, You're a child. Literally. I'm sorry that your husband and your best friend betrayed you. Yeah. But like, you're a child. Yeah. Like, and I, and I'm not saying like, I'm a firm believer, like just because you go through things Mm -hmm. that does not give you the green light to be an asshole. Yeah. If you know something, be an adult. Yeah. Don't tell him, I want to see what he does. I want to see what happens. I want to see if he's going to be honest. And if he's this, then Mm -hmm. I'm going to be this. And then if he's that, it's just like, first of all, first of all, Mm -hmm. like what, and what does that do? Nothing. What does it do? Be an adult. Mm-hmm. Have an adult conversation mm-hmm. with your spouse. Hey, I was talking to Estelle on vacation. 
<laughs> These are made up names. Yes. Like, hey, Harold, I was talking to Estelle <laughs> on vacation, and Estelle told me that y'all was bumping, bumping guns. Bumping uglies. Yeah, bumping uglies, whatever it's called. Doing the butt. Doing the nasty. <laughs> and I know about it. Yes. Because what do you want? Right. Like, what do you want? At, what do you want out of the marriage? Do you want to be able to work on it with them? Mm-hmm. Do you want to still be married to this person? Mm-hmm. Like the whole, like if this, then I'm just going to cheat and then secretly file for divorce. It's like, and what is that going to do? Nothing. You're still going to be miserable. You're still going to be miserable and you're still going to be cheated on. Yeah. So it's like, all right, you have the information that you have. Mm-hmm. Like go have an adult conversation, just yeah. lay it out. And then, and it's like, so even if he tells you the truth and he's honest about it, you're still going to stay married to him? The guy that cheated on with you with your, with your best friend? So it's like, what do you, what do you actually mm-hmm. want here? Yeah. Do it's, you want your husband? Right. And it sounds like she just wants to regain control. Yeah. Right. It feels like a situation where she has clearly lost control of the marriage or mm-hmm. whatever. And so now she's like swearing the best friend to secrecy. Mm-hmm. So it's like, now I got a little bit of power over you. Yeah. Or maybe not, not control more so power. It's like, all right, I got a little power over her because she feels terrible. So mm-hmm. I'm going to tell her, well, don't you say anything to blow to, to Harold. These are not real names, by the way. I just made these no. up. We don't even know their Yeah, ages. We don't, we don't know. <laughs> we don't know how old they are or whatever. Yeah. But Harold and Estelle feels good to me. So I'm going to keep going. <laughs> And so it's like, grow up, mm-hmm. like have an adult conversation. You're married. Yeah. And I know that this terrible thing happened to you. And sometimes it's hard to like get it together and like put your thoughts together. Like what I want to do, but like, just, yeah. All right. What do you want? Do you want to stay with your husband? All right, cool. Then you bring up the conversation. And if you, and like you said, if he's transparent, then great. But the idea, like if he's not, I'm just going to cheat back and then yeah. get a divorce. I think that this idea of cheating back is not the flex that people think it is. No. It's like you're just getting into the mud with everybody mm-hmm. else. Especially if you're not going to stay with him anyway. Yeah. So what's the point? Right. And it's just like, I don't know. You're a child. Grow up. Have an honest conversation with your husband. Have an honest conversation with your best friend. Mm-hmm. I Like lay out like what do you want? Do you want either of these relationships to continue to move forward? Do you want to be able to try to heal them? Yeah. If so, then you do the work to heal them, whether it be therapy or whatever, like constant conversation, setting boundaries. Yeah. Or you just grow up and move on with your life in a mature way because I promise you none of this stuff is going to help you feel better no I think about it like okay so (laughs) here's the parts that that confuse me yeah it's the I'm not gonna say anything to him and I'm just gonna see what he does and if he fesses up yeah what if he's decided that that fling that he had with your best friend wasn't worth it and he doesn't want to tell you because he wants to protect your feelings we're just going to make up random situations. Yeah. It's like, okay, okay, so you don't know the intention behind him not telling you, too. Yeah. And also, he hasn't told you. Already. So, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no, that's, this is, this is, <laughs> I mean, it, it furthers my point. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry, yeah. So, it's. <laughs> sorry. Just maybe stuff like this angers me. Go ahead. <laughs> So, ultimately, mm-hmm. you just need to tell... Sorry, my attention deficit disorder. Anyway. Uh, it's fine. Talk to your husband. Mm-hmm. First of all, decide if you want to remain married to the man. Yeah. Period. 
Because it sounds like you don't, honestly. If you do want to remain married to the man, mm-hmm. have the conversation, even if you don't. Because I think he deserves to know why you guys are breaking up. Closure is yeah. always good, no matter if you are the wronged person or you're doing the wrong. Mm-hmm. Having an affair for the purpose of leaving your husband anyway, having a fair period, because two wrongs don't make a right. Yeah, you you want to cheat anyway. Just y- fucking If you want to cheat, then just <laughs> go, girl. Go ahead. Go ahead. No. I'm 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 agreeing with you. <laughs> yeah. If you want to be a hussy anyway, what's her name? Henrietta? What's her name? Henry. Uh, well, Estelle. Uh, no, Estelle is the friend. Oh. Harold is the husband. We haven't given the name to her yet. Well, Henrietta. Henrietta. Mm-hmm. Henrietta. If you want to be a hussy mm-hmm. and go out in the streets for not like, there's no. What's the benefit? Yeah. Just get a divorce and find somebody who's not going to cheat on you with your best friend and maybe not have that particular person as your best friend anymore. Yeah, maybe not. Yeah. That kind of sucks. I can't imagine being close enough to your husband to like have that opportunity. Yeah. I don't get that. I really don't. I just honestly, I feel like I feel like as soon as my, like any, I, I don't feel like I've ever been attracted to any of my friends, like husbands or boyfriends. Yeah. Ever. Something like genetically coat. I don't know what it is, but mentally I'm like, this dude is ugly as hell. Like, once, yeah, they're off limits. Like, yeah. and it's not even off limits. Like I don't even, I literally don't even find them like, Ooh, I want him. Mm-hmm. Right. Girl. Bye. Like have an honest conversation, an adult conversation and stop playing these stupid little games. Grow up. Next question. (laughs) Our next dilemma. (laughs) Okay. So the next one, Mm -hmm. boyfriend proposed, but didn't. Okay. So let me start off by saying I'm generally so lucky to have found this man. Okay. This is my soulmate. Mm. I'm not, griping Mm -hmm. i'm just a little embarrassed and confused okay so our relationship has been moving pretty fast Mm -hmm. we've already moved in together and it's already like we've known each other for eternities it always is it's more than one eternity here Mm, that's a long time (laughs) yes (laughs) sorry go ahead not now (laughs) i know someday we'll get married but Mm -hmm. last night we were up late talking again And he asked me to marry him. And I said, yes. I know there wasn't a ring Mm -hmm. or anything, but he said, this is me officially asking you. So that's what I thought. Mm -hmm. Then today I was like, have you told anyone yet? And he's like, uh, no, I didn't think of it that way. (laughs) I asked you in bed without a ring. (laughs) Then he said, It will be a little bit before I get you a ring, which could be due to money. He said, but I do want to marry you and I'd marry you today. I just felt embarrassed and kind of left it at that. I don't know what to think. Girl, I don't either. Okay, so loves her boyfriend. So happy. So in love. They live together. All of that. Yeah. They're up late night talking. He said, this is me officially asking you, will you marry me? Yeah. And then, like, and then he was like, ah, 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 And then, like, actually, like, there's no ring. There's no whatever, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. Um, 
man, people do not be communicating with each other, do no. they? That's what I'm learning. Especially about this. the the weird part is you said that this is you officially asking. Mm-hmm. Was he drunk? Yeah, I'm trying to figure out like where's where there's some libations present that could have uh swayed his his mind yeah. or like what was the what were the conversations leading up to it? Because maybe it was more so like a would you marry me? Yeah. Not will you marry me? Uh-huh. And I think those are two very different things. This questions. is me officially asking you if you'd be into that. If that's something that you would want to do. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like I feel like with this, I mean, I think that, here's the thing. I think when somebody proposes to you in a real way and they wanted to move forward, mm-hmm. like, and especially if it's not a way of, like, trying to keep you or, like, you know what I'm saying, like, yeah. to the next stage, like, you should be able to share that with people. So yeah. I would say, like, this, to me, it doesn't sound like a, a true proposal. Mm-hmm. Um I, I can understand feeling embarrassed and just being like, ugh, like, yeah. like you feel kind of icky about it. But I think this is another one of those things where you got to have a conversation. Like, yeah. all right, you said this, but then you kind of, I felt like you kind of backtracked. So I just want to be very clear. Like, are we, do you consider us to be engaged or not? Yeah. Are, are you my boyfriend? Or are you my fiance? Yeah. And then from there, you can kind of lay out like, all right, cool. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Then just be clear about like where your relationship stands uh, because you don't want to start moving forward like, oh, we're getting married. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, well, I was saying, you know, would you? If the, and mm-hmm. I'm not saying that that's what he's doing. Yeah. But I think like I think you deserve to f- have clarity. Yeah. And so many of these questions that I that I feel like we like read. Mm-hmm. It's just so many people just like you just have to get clarity on what the situation is. And yeah. then everybody will be so much more happy. Once you know, like, all right, what is like, where are we right now? Like, I know we had that conversation. Now I'm feeling like there's a little murky. Are we engaged or not? Yeah, I think that just giving everyone the benefit of the doubt Mm -hmm. um, from the perspective where he comes from, like, maybe maybe he did mean it. Mm-hmm. But maybe he doesn't want to put it out there until he has a ring. Because I feel like that's one of the first things that people ask. Yeah. Like, oh, you're engaged. Let me see the ring. Yeah. Like, uh, and then it, you, it starts the conversations like, oh, you know, are you guys engaged? And, you know, yeah. it's a lot of like, people don't take it seriously unless yeah. the ring is involved. Mm-hmm. So maybe, maybe he's expressing his intention Mm-hmm. until he's able to afford or whatever the case with the yeah. ring is. Um, but I definitely believe that based on what you said, like if he's saying he's officially asking you to marry him, um, I I get why you would feel that way. Why you would feel like you're engaged. <laughs> right. Because we don't really need, all, some some of us women, we don't need all the pageantry of having a ring and all of that stuff. We yeah. can be engaged and get a ring later. Yeah. Um, because if that's how you're, you know, you're truly expressing yourself in the time, like you want to marry me, let's go ahead and just like put out there, you are my fiance. That works too, but. It does not work for me. Um, I want to make that very clear. If you ask me to marry I'm you, they're talking better, about for some women, be not for Jessica. <laughs> I'm just saying. 
here's the other women. It doesn't have to be, it doesn't even have to be a night. There needs to be some type of It could be a starter engaged. Like, we need a ring. It can literally just be a band. I'm a minimalist. As you can see, I barely have any jewelry. But, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But I also think that sometimes, and this is not to say, this is not to doubt her reality. Yeah. But I do think sometimes, like, sometimes we hear what we want to hear. So I think that, like, what was the actual conversation? Like, was it... Would you okay? Would you like? I'm asking you, like, would you want to marry me? Yeah, or would you marry me? Mm -hmm. And whatever. And it's just like, what was that actual conversation like? Like, say, I don't want to gaslight her and be like, girl, he didn't ask you to marry him, but it's like, it comes down to this, like, what we just talked about in the last episode. Mm -hmm. It's like, what is your definition of this, right? When you talk about an engagement, Mm -hmm. what does that look like to you? Because to me, we just had that last night. Right. But to you, you're saying you didn't think of it that way. So what were you thinking? Were you just trying to put a filler out there? Were you Mm -hmm. just trying to make your intentions clear about the future of our relationship? Like, what does that mean to you? And these are the conversations Mm -hmm. that you need to, that you just need to have that conversation. Like, all right, what does an official engagement look like? You know what I just thought about? Yeah. Like, so he's officially asking for marriage right yeah like he's trying to see do you want to marry me mm-hmm. instead of i'm in- officially asked telling you that we're engaged yeah so i think that sometimes men how they communicate can be very literal so he's yeah. probably asking you would you marry me i'm officially asking you like will you marry me without actually getting engaged to the point like we are like literally will you at some point want to marry me yeah and we're like i'm engaged <laughs> girl i would have been called you like big right. like where's the ring where's the ring right. oh there wasn't a ring we were in bed and he said he was officially asking me and then mm-hmm. like i call you back texting like nigga did you yeah <laughs> and then like and then i call you back like 20 minutes later like it's false alarm <laughs> I don't know. Uh-huh. I don't know. I just feel like just have a conversation, Joe. Just like yeah. just have a conversation and mm-hmm. just say like, hey, you know what? I'm not going to lie. Like when when we had that conversation to me, it was very clear that we were yeah. engaged now. And then now you're saying not. So I think she I think ultimately she probably just needs to feel like it. Are you backtracking on our relationship? Yeah. Or are you literally saying like, okay, I do want to get married, yeah, but I just need more time, and I don't, yeah. I, and then you decide what you want to do from there. Mm-hmm. Cause I'd be like, so were you in a sunflower field? Were you at Disney? Like, yeah, I'm like, he, <laughs> yeah, like where was it? What where happened? was it? Oh, y'all was just watching Netflix. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. I would have said no anyway, but anyway, <laughs> but yeah, just have a conversation. Yes. So it's on you. It's on you, boo boo. Yeah. So. If you've made it this far, thank you. Thank you. We really appreciate it. We really appreciate it. If you're watching on YouTube, please like. If you're watching on YouTube, please like, share. I was like, how long am I going to do this until she's like, what are you doing? Right. Now I'm starting to get jumbled. Okay. You're all good. Go ahead. Like, share, and subscribe. Hit the notification bell so you know when Jess posts videos. Say more. Yes. And then also, leave a five-star review if you're doing the audio podcasting. You know, let people know that you like us. Let Mm -hmm. people know so that way they can get that content to engage with us. Leave comments on wherever you're at. 
we want to talk to you. Yeah, let us know. We'd be happy to. Follow us on social media. We're on Instagram. We're on TikTok. We're on Facebook, too, actually. I always forget to mention Facebook. <laughs> if you're still on Facebook, you know, go over there and follow us. Right, too. right. <laughs> our 50-plus crowd is popping. <laughs> Which are our parents. <laughs> yeah, and their friends. Yeah. Um, and so, so yeah, you can follow us on Instagram at What's Down Podcast or TikTok at What's Down underscore podcast we'd be happy to engage with you over there as well yes thank you so much thank you (laughs) talking about friendships as adults so girl hey we out here making friends as adults man we are out here making friends as adults right it it took a long time yeah um but i think i think it's so much easier to like establish friendships when you're a kid yeah, for like sure. Like, you can, like, literally walk up, like, hey, you're wearing a red shirt, and I like the color red. Let's be friends. Mm-hmm. Or you're at school, like, hey, <laughs> hey, you like Snickers? I like Snickers. Let's be friends. Like, yep. it's just... And then you're, that, and that's your best friend for the rest of the school year. Exactly. Or maybe the rest of elementary school, and then you go into junior high, and then you're like, man. Mm-hmm. So, I think it's so easy because you have all of these experience like you're like you're at church or you're at this or you're at that Mm -hmm. as adults i think we naturally become a little bit more like cynical at least i feel like i did Mm -hmm. and um i'm a little bit i know i don't really i'm not interested (laughs) i want to say i'm not interested because i like to have friends Mm -hmm. but I'm not quick to approach someone based off like a simple mm-hmm. um, commonality. I feel like yeah, it has to be very compelling. I, what do you when you say compelling? Like, what do you mean? I feel like the situation has to be just right. Like, there mm-hmm. has to be something like. What do I really like? It's hard for me to like. Mm, maybe we have like the same idea about a character on Game of Thrones. Okay. Like, I don't know. The vibe has to be just so right. It's hard. Like, I'm not going to go meet my neighbor. That's fair. Like, I don't know. It's, it's, I don't know. It's just difficult for me to like open myself up to like new, like a stranger. That's fair. What do you think? Um, what do you think contributes to that? Because I feel like some people make friends like super easy. Yeah. Like, what do you think contributes to that? Like, sort of, you know, like um, feeling to like kind of not mm-hmm. like immediately be like, oh, okay, this person could be a friend. I think there's a couple of different factors. I think mm-hmm. being an introvert. I yeah. think that like trauma you experience with like trusting friends like Mm -hmm. growing up like you know by this time i'm pretty sure a lot of people have experienced like friendship breakups oh yeah and those are hard because you invest a lot of like emotional and Mm -hmm. you know like trust and all of that yeah um i think also like my parents telling me not to talk to strangers like some some of that is probably still left (laughs) That's fair. My parents, too, told me not to talk to strangers. Yeah. And I feel like there's more at stake as an adult. Like, you have to be naturally weary of, like, people that you meet, too. 
Um, so mm-hmm. I think a lot of that has something to do with it. That's fair. What do you think, like, because I know, like you said, it's, it's like more recently, like we've been, we both of us have been just like making more friendships. Yeah. Like, what do you think contributed to you starting to be more open to like having other friends? I think it's a slow burn. Like one. Okay. So relationships that I've started forming are at work. Yeah. You know, I get to see these people every day. Mm-hmm. Um, well, not see them, but yeah, <laughs> I interact you know. with them on a daily basis. You kind of get a, a good vibe from people. Like if you're in a meeting and you have mm-hmm. the same thought about something or yeah. someone speaks up about something, like you're like, you know what? I like the way this person thinks. Mm-hmm. And there's you consistently have these interactions with people and you're like, you know what? We have some things in common, this, that. So if someone is constantly kind of like in mm-hmm. my space or I'm constantly interacting with them and they give me like I have good experiences with them mm-hmm. or we have a lot of like common interest or whatever, yeah. like that is how... I have started to have friendships and I think with the person who brought us into book club. Yeah. Um, I think once you start to build that relationship, you may start to trust the type of relationships that they may build with others. Yeah. So you feel a little bit better about, putting yourself like in that space. Like, okay, I like you. Mm -hmm. I'm sure that you have good judgment. I will put myself in the space with your friends Mm -hmm. and we'll just see how it goes. Yeah. And I think that's what kind of happened for, at least for me lately. For sure. How about you? So it's just like a little bit of a, you know what? I've been kind of vibing with this person. We've been kind of interacting like at work, but maybe this can go outside of work. Yeah. And, you know, and then continue to move forward. Yeah, pretty much. That's fair. I think that's fair. Um, I think for me, like, um, I think for me, like, what has changed a lot in my, when it comes to friends mm-hmm. is realizing that um, friendships don't, how can I say this? People don't have to be all or nothing. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And so I used to very much have like an all or nothing mentality mm-hmm. when I was younger about like the people I call my friends. Mm-hmm. And I think that there's so much discourse out there, especially when it comes to like growing up. It's like everybody ain't your friend. Right. And not everybody's your friend. And like so you get this idea that you should have this natural distrust for for people yeah and so it's like we're always looking to sort of test people mm-hmm. and, and we're always looking to sort of test them to see like all right is this somebody that i want to have in my life as my friend and like yeah. all this other type of stuff and then if you go through certain betrayals or you you know you got to know somebody and you guys are really cool and then at some point you had a falling out and like all of these things it's like then that slowly like you slowly start to build this distrust towards people and i do think yeah. like especially as like you said as introverts it is even more difficult because it's like I'm already have this social anxiety and like all this stuff about being around people. Yeah. You know, um, how do I like, how do I, you know, sort of find the people that are going to be good, mm-hmm. but you're trying to, how can I explain it? It's like, you're trying to do it in a way that kind of doesn't work. Yeah. And the reason why it doesn't, and when I say that, what I mean is this, it's kind of like dating, right? Mm-hmm. So 
if you if you're dating and let's say you've been in a different like a, a, a previous relationship and that person cheated on you or that person did X, Y, Z. Right. So now you form this sort of natural layer of distrust towards people. Yeah. So then when you meet the next person, now you got up all these barriers and walls and stuff because you're trying to protect yourself from getting cheated on again. Yeah. But then what happens is, is this when this person is trying to get to know you, they're just being met with barriers and walls and they're looking at this sort of abridged version of yourself that's not really the real you and not really how you show up emotionally. Yeah. But you don't want to show up how you want to show up emotionally because you're afraid that they're going to hurt you just like the other person hurt you. Mm-hmm. So then you'll push this person away, even if they had completely great intentions towards you and could have been a good person for you, yeah. because you're still trying to n- not get the feeling that you felt from the previous person. Yeah. And I think that we don't, we don't maybe realize like how much that shows up when we start to try to make friends with people. Because yeah. I know that was something that happened to me. And so I used to always feel like, oh, okay, if you're a friend, like friends do this and friends show up for each other and friends are, it's like an all or nothing and you got to be there for them and you got to do this for them and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And, and this goes back to, I know we talk a lot about boundaries. Nobody teaches us about boundaries. Nobody no. teaches us about setting expectations as a you friend. You have boundaries. Nothing like that. So it's like, you feel like you have to be all or nothing. Yeah. So I feel like how my, excuse me, mm-hmm. how I am now when it comes to friends is... Everybody, it, like, everybody doesn't have to be everything in your life. Yeah. Right? Every friend is not going to be somebody you start a podcast with. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Every friend is not somebody that's going to be a bridesmaid in, your, in, your, in, in a potential wedding. Yeah. Every friend is not going to be somebody that you go have drinks with. Mm-hmm. Every friend is not going to be somebody that you do book club with. Right. And then you might have a friend where you do all those things with, and then you might have certain friend groups where this, these are your book club people. These are your whatever people. These are whatever people. And maybe they'll, you know, sort of start those different areas of life will start to intersect with that person. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that they have to be everything to you. Yeah. And so I think for me for a very long time in my life, I was trying to, I, I, I was seeking validation from other people. Mm-hmm. And so when I would try to make friends with people or if I had people that were, I consider my friends, if they, I felt like, okay, like I'm doing all these things as a friend and then I'm not getting all these things back as a friend. And I'm just like, they probably just saw me as the person that they hang out with at church. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or they might see me as this whatever. And it's like, uh, but I have all these expectations that they don't have. Yeah. So I think that what's allowed me to just make friends more as an adult is understand that everybody doesn't have to be everything to you when it comes to friendship. Mm-hmm. You know, even if it comes to like advice or if it comes to being personable or whatever with somebody, it's like that doesn't necessarily mean that I'm going to be like that with everybody. There mm-hmm. might be things that I tell you that I will never tell somebody else that I consider a friend because that's just not the type of relationship that I have with them. Yeah. Like all we do is read books together. You know what I'm saying? Or all we do is do pottery together. Or all we do is uh, do whatever together. Yeah. And that's cool. And that's fine for what that is. Um, and so now I feel like because I understand that, okay, cool, I can have more friends and I can, like, be around more people and start to be open to creating different types of relationships with people Mm -hmm. because I understand, like, where my boundaries are and, like, where I'm placing these particular people in my life. And just because they're at this part of my life doesn't mean that they necessarily need to cross over to another part of my life. Um, I also feel like um, 
for myself is like I'm I'm not seeking validation in other people anymore. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like it's easier for me to show up more as myself because I'm not looking for somebody to like me. Yeah. And especially when I was a kid, it was like I was constantly looking for somebody to like me all the time or for somebody to want to like affirm that I'm a good person or that I'm a person that's worth like hanging out with and stuff like that. And because I don't feel like that anymore, I feel like I can just show up in a more genuine, honest way. Mm-hmm. And it's like if you want like this is who I am, this is who I'm going to be. And if you want to roll with that, then great. If you mm-hmm. don't then you don't it is, yeah. and that's fine and I'm not like a beggar friend like I'm not out here trying to like who's gonna accept me who's gonna like me or whatever it's just like it is it, it kind of is what it is if yeah. I'm being honest um you know if somebody wants to be around me versus if they don't and so because I feel like a, I'm showing up more genuinely as myself then it's what it's doing is it's allowing me to find people who uh, actually have like compatibility with when it comes to friendship, if that makes sense. Yeah. Because it's like, now I'm not getting, no, (laughs) (laughs) you're done. (laughs) Mm. So now it's like, now I'm not trying to, now I'm not trying to be somebody else. So then Mm -hmm. I don't feel like, okay, I'm not really being myself. And, but then it's like, all right. So let's say that you feel like you got to show up as this party girl right Mm -hmm. you're like the party girl is the girl that gets all the friends yeah and it's just like but that's not really you Mm -hmm. but you're gonna attract all of that and then you're wondering like i don't like these bitches and it's like well you're not you're attracting the wrong energy because you're putting something out there that's not who you actually are yeah but it's like but if i'm the book club girl then i'm gonna attract the other book club girls and then i can attract other people that are more like me and that have more uh of my personality yeah and as such You seem very passionate about this. Yeah. Coda is, uh, if, if you're an audio listener, there's a cat who is very yes. passionate about trying to get up into my armpit. Yeah. But we resist. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, so yeah, so when you, I feel like when you show up more as yourself, you won't even have to go through all of the, is this my person, my friend? Is this whatever? It's like people will literally, quite literally weed themselves out. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, this is just not a relationship that works. Mm-hmm. So I would say that's another reason why I just feel more open. Um, also, also I'm better at setting boundaries. And I think that for a long time, I felt like, oh, if you have, I don't know why I felt like this, but like almost like friendships don't have boundaries. And like you just kind of do all types of things for people that you claim to be your friend. Yeah. Like the things that I would do for friends, the ways that I would go out of my way for friends, like. I would never do those things now, Mm -hmm. like as a 34 year old woman, like who understands boundaries and like when to get involved, when not to get involved and like different things like that. Like there are certain things that I look back on friendship. I'm like, I would never do that now. Like I would never get in a car with somebody and drive to the East Chicago projects and freaking help them dump their boyfriend's clothes out the car because this is my friend and this is what friends do. I was completely uncomfortable. I would never do that now. But back then, it's just like, mm-hmm. you just can't leave your friend hanging. You know, when we were young, it was, I think, I don't know. There's this this, this feeling of immortality or like, yeah. you just feel like you can just do whatever. Like, you are all in with yeah, everybody. With and it's like, I'm like, so even if I'm completely uncomfortable doing mm-hmm. something, and that's a real story, by the way. Yeah. So it's like, even if I'm completely uncomfortable doing something, it's like, oh, well, this is my friend. And my friend is heartbreak, heartbroken. Yeah. I got to be the person that is in the passenger seat. 
and Mm -hmm. you know doing this thing and it's like by all means i love the girl but i'm thinking like me if i have the mentality that i have now i'll be like look i understand that you're upset yeah. But I'm not going on this ride along because mm-hmm. one that's dangerous for me to just be first to be driving around. Like, I don't know. We don't know how he, he would have reacted to that. Yeah. Now, gratefully, it was light. Yeah. But I think about that now, like he could have been angry. Like somebody just threw his clothes out the passenger side of a car, yeah. or like whatever. It's just like. And and so I think that I realized like, oh, I'm not that friend. I'm yeah. not the friend that's going to help you get revenge. I will help you heal. Yeah. And there are some friends out there that are all about the revenge. They're like, girl, we're going to Kia's car. Let's go. That ain't me. Yeah. But it's like, I'm thinking if my friends truly was like, hey, let's go run down on this dude. I'm like, dang, would I have done that? Out of the feel like, oh, well, this is my friend. I got to do it. It's like, this is my friend. Yeah. So I just think like now, yeah, I just, I have boundaries and it's like, and I'm okay with expressing those boundaries. It's like, I'm not going to be the friend to do this, this and that. Yeah. And so when you have, I feel like when you have more comfortability, like, um, setting boundaries, then it's like, you can sort of let more people into your life because now you're not afraid that they're just going to come in and just take over and run rush out like all in your life. Right. Yeah. It's like, Oh no, I'm going to set you straight. Like, this is not what I do, or this is not how I am. And this is how I am or whatever. And then I'm way more comfortable ending things with people just being like, you know what? I don't think that we should talk anymore or I'm not interested in whatever. And so I think that a lot of times that fear, because I used to have a lot of fears about like gaining new friends because I'm like, I don't want to fall back into these old patterns mm-hmm. of like offer myself up and doing so much. And it's just like, well, you don't have to worry about that because now you know how to set boundaries. Yeah. Now you know how to express and communicate what you need from a friend and like what you what what you can't provide to somebody. So you don't have to worry about people just coming into your life, just doing whatever the fuck they want. It's like, oh, no, we're not doing that. Right. And then you can be, and then you can easily decide sort of like, you know what, this is something that I will continue with. This is something I want. So now I'm not five years down the road with some girl and just be like, well, why am I, who is like, why am I still friends with her? <laughs> yeah, we ain't doing that. Yeah. So I would say that's probably why it's been a little bit more easy for me to, um, to, to start making more friends. Yeah. Uh, than maybe it has been for me in the past. Yeah. I think that that is, those are all good points. Like I think about how you mentioned, like everyone has their role to play. Like yeah. this is my friend that I do book club with. This is my friend that I go kickboxing with. This is my friend mm-hmm. I do this, this and that with. And then you have friends, like you said, that you can blend all of that together with. Mm-hmm. Um, I think about that episode we did. I can't remember, but it was early on mm-hmm. where we were talking about being yourself. Yeah. attracts the right type of friendships yeah it does that way you don't have to worry about let's say you know how we talked about like good guys versus nice guys like because yeah. you might run into that on a friendship level too mm-hmm. like you got these people like i'm nice hang out with me you know mm-hmm. and then they start showing showing their true colors or you find out that they're using you for something yeah um so I think all of that is like super important. Like, and it comes mm-hmm. with getting older and having those experiences Unfor- as unfortunate as they are, you mm-hmm. know, when you have those experiences with people who are going to use you are going to treat you badly, mm-hmm. um, who you have misunderstandings with because you don't have that person in the right lane. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you'll learn the hard way. And that's, I feel like yeah. that's, sometimes that's the only way to learn certain things. Yeah. And, and I, to that point, 
I feel like it needs to be said is that you are going to sometimes get used as a friend. Yeah. You are sometimes going to get talked about. You are sometimes, like, sometimes, like, it's going to happen. Yeah. It's not a matter of if. It's a matter of when. Yeah. And I think a lot of times we think that, oh, by no new friends and keeping people out of my life and keeping people whatever. Yeah. It's like you're trying to not have all of these scenarios where you run into these, like, mini conflicts with people. Mm-hmm. And it's just like. It doesn't matter if you've known somebody for three months versus if you've known somebody for 30 years. Yeah. You will have conflict with them. You will have, like, these things are going to come up anyway. Yeah. And so avoidance, avoidance does not, like, mean that you're, like, having, like, having an avoidant personality doesn't mean that you actually are avoiding things that come to you. Yeah. Right. And it's just like, or it just leaves you. And if you do become like this hermit crab or whatever, then you got to deal with the shit that comes with that. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, so what are, so how about we just learn how to deal with issues as they come? Yeah. And I feel like therapy really helped me with that because I know, like, and we talked about this before, like, when I was think, trying to figure out, like, how to leave my dad's church, and I was, like, worried about all these possible outcomes and possible reactions, like, all of this stuff, and basically, she just got to a point, like, you just got to make a decision, because when you make the decision, then we can start dealing with the actual things that happen, yeah. <laughs> right, instead of all these possible scenarios right so it's like okay if i make new friends what if they try to use me for money or if i make new friends what if they try to do this what if they try to do that or what if they don't really like me don't what if they don't okay cool you don't know if any of those things are going to happen so you need to if if creating new friendships and new relationships and building the community is something that you really want to do you just got to do it and then once things are happening deal with the tools of Mm -hmm. like all right, how do I handle this situation when my friend did this or when my friend did that? Like, how yeah. do I get better? I'm not going to lie. There's been certain situations in our friendship where I had to go to Google, like, how do I talk to my friend about blah, 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 blah? Mm-hmm. Because it's like, I've never encountered a situation, one, where I cared that much. Yeah. Right? And so, because normally I'm like, well, whatever. You know, mm-hmm. this is like, my, her and I aren't that close. But I'm like, but because I care about our friendship, I'm like, okay, I want to show up as a better friend. Like, I want to make sure I'm showing up in a real way. So let me go out and get some tips and tricks so I can learn how to have a conversation with my best friend. Yeah. And it's just like, but I, I didn't know 10 years ago yeah. that we were going to run into certain scenarios that we did. Who, who knows? Yeah. But it's like, but this, but now it's like, oh, because I have the understanding, like, all right. As things arise, then you can handle certain situations as they come. But don't try to, like, foresee them. Right. And you trying to, like, change fate. <laughs> like, have Dom watched no movies? Have right. you watched no TV? <laughs> if it's going to happen, it's going to happen. So, mm-hmm. so yeah. So, I think, like, as far as making friendships as an adult, like, or, or making more adult friendships you really do just have to put yourself out there more. Like, mm-hmm. you really you really do. And it's like, I know that it can be stressful because we all have this anxiety about, yeah. like, 
we all have this anxiety about like, okay, like, do they like me? Do they not? Are they this? Are they that? Is it going to be this? And it's just like, you really just have to let things play out how they play out. And then you'll be like, okay, you know what? This is something that I want to continue. This is a person I want to continue to get to know. And then sometimes you might be like, you know what? We just go keep this to to book club or we just go keep this to to drinks on Friday or we just go keep this to work. You know what I mean? And then that's okay too. And it doesn't mean anything if they don't, touch every part of your life like it's fine (laughs) like it's okay it's totally fine I think the important part about like making friendships is like figuring out what parts like what things are deal breakers like just like any other relationship what things are deal breakers what what thing is the thing that's Mm -hmm. going to break up your friendship what things are like okay you know what this I can work on with this person Mm -hmm. um dealing with communication style differences. Yep. That is one of our things. It's like, okay, well, you know what? Or let me learn how to communicate this thing that I haven't ever been good at communicating. Mm -hmm. Because when you're a kid, like you don't learn love languages and communication styles and all of those things. Like you, you learn that over time as people get important enough to you to learn that stuff. Yeah, and so. it's and I and I can understand like how you want to stay in your way, like you we think our way is the way, mm-hmm. and it's just like that might not be how some people communicate, right. and then so like because I know for me, like and then also yeah, I think like how we communicate is a lot of it is based on how we grow up. Yeah. So like, like I think about even like my mom and dad, like I can like we communicate they communicated to us very differently even growing up. Mm-hmm. Like my dad was very direct. Mm-hmm. My dad was very direct, very like straight shooter about stuff. Mm-hmm. I, like he, I, I don't think he ever pretended to like things just because we were his kids. <laughs> Maybe when we were little, little. Yeah. But like, even like, let's say if I was making, like if I was making a meal, mm-hmm. right? And actually my dad and my dad's mom was like that, my granny who passed away, but they were, we just, it was very direct. Mm-hmm. And so like, let's say if I was making like coleslaw or something, and I'm like, how does this taste? They'd be like, ugh, too much pepper. Mm-hmm. Like, that's how I grew up. Yeah. So I don't know that there's any other way to communicate like that, right? Mm-hmm. And so now I feel like, but my mom, my mom don't communicate like that. She talks around things sometimes. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I could be like, how, wait, how, what does this taste like? Oh, it's good. Mm, it's, it's okay. I see where we're trying to go. Hmm, maybe it... Just say you don't like it or say what it needs. Yeah. And that frustrates me because I'm like, I'm really not going to get offended by this. I'm asking you because I want an actual answer. Yeah. And so it's like, but then if you communicate with somebody that is not and no, and they're not used to talking to people directly or getting talked at directly, yeah. then it can be frustrating because it's like, why can't you just say, like, just say the thing so we mm-hmm. can move on. Yeah. But then it's like, but then I have to be like, oh, wait, everybody don't communicate like that. Mm-hmm. And if you try to dart something at somebody directly mm-hmm. they're not going to receive it or they're going to uh, they're going to see it as an attack yeah all right so maybe i need to learn how to talk around things sometimes so then that way i can be like all right you know i'm thinking about this thinking about this thing about that do you think it might be this whatever whatever and it's just like when you care about people you'll do it mm-hmm. because you ultimately it's not about how it's like you want them to get the message and the message is that I'm your friend and I'm here for you. And I want to make sure that we're on the same page. And if you're so caught up in like, well, they should talk to me like this and this person is, it's like, 
okay, well then what is it about? That's ego. Yeah. That's just all ego at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, so I know that that can, that can be tough too, but it's like, like you said, when the relationships and stuff is important to you, you'll figure out, like you'll figure out how to talk to each other and like how to, and how to have those conversations yeah. as well um, with your friendships. And I think that let's say we're making them as far as maintaining friendships, mm-hmm. like how do you feel like, do you feel like it's tough to, I mean, I feel like the answer is yes, but I'll just ask you anyway. Do you feel like it's tough to maintain adult friendships? And if so, why? Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah, I feel like the only adult uh, relationship I've, I have maintained is the, my relationship with you. Yeah, same. everything else I'm like, you know, if there's like a fundamental difference mm-hmm. or a lack of caring and understanding, then I'll just drop it. Mm-hmm. I think that's how I've dealt with other friendships or, you know, just kind of like space and time will just kind of just let them go. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, not too much to say about it. I feel like we've worked really hard to maintain our friendship. I think we have, but then but then to me... It's not as hard, though. I don't feel like it has been hard, if I'm being honest. Yeah. I feel like we've had inflection points that are, like, mm-hmm. really hard. Mm-hmm. And But I think that all... I feel like a lot of that came down to the difference in communication styles. Yeah. And, like, me trying to understand how you communicate and then mm-hmm. you trying to understand and how I communicate. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, I, it was never a question like, are we going to be friends? It was just yeah. a, like, like I don't under, I, I'm trying to figure this out mm-hmm. and I don't understand this. Yeah. <laughs> and I need you to help me understand this. But I do feel like when it comes to certain, but I do, but also I feel like our friendship feels easy to me. Yeah, it definitely does. Like, you know what I mean? And so yeah. I'm just like, okay. But then I also wonder if it's because our situations are so similar. Mm. Like, we're yeah. both single. We both are child-free. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, both live relatively, we live, live, we live relatively close to each other. Really close to each other, actually. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, we work the same job. Like, yeah. you know, so it's like, like, we could literally be communicating via slack at work or yeah, or, or text, text. <laughs> or sometimes WhatsApp. it's like my phone all the way over there i'm just gonna slack yeah <laughs> and so it's like we could be communicating through multiple channels that cross different parts of our lives yeah. all, in, all in one and so i think that that's what makes it easier and i don't think right i don't think as of yet we've been truly met with like a sort of what's the word like a barrier mm-hmm. in our friendship that can be like because i know when we weren't living together anymore it kind of felt like oh is this gonna be the thing mm-hmm. but then we were still so close to each other that it was yeah. like you're right up the street basically but i think what was cool about that is like for a minute we did need space though like we did need oh, to like sure. check out for a second just to like recalibrate i'll say that i think that's a good word for it yeah but that that was there was never like a Oh, I'm never going to talk to this person again because we don't live together. Yeah, no, that that was <laughs> that was never that for me either. Yeah, but yeah, so I think that for like right now we don't have those like I don't feel like we have like a barrier where yeah. it's like like let's say one of like well one of us if you get pregnant, <laughs> it's the only yeah that's logical. the only scenario that might <laughs> if you have a kid uh-huh. or let's say like one of us get married mm-hmm. or like something like that. Then I feel like at that point, then we can really start to see like, all right, yeah. like how do we, how do we start to 
continue to align and to continue to have this friendship mm -hmm. when our lives are so are starting to be different yeah. from one another. Yeah. I think we've even joked a couple of times about like, all right, you know, like make the husband like look after the house yeah. and the cats and then while mm -hmm. we go off and but I do think that that is going to be because then we have to recalibrate again. Yeah. And that's a huge recalibration. It really is because you have to give enough energy to yeah. your like if you were married, you got to give enough energy to your marriage and to like being a mom yeah. and like all of that stuff. And it's just like it and those things, honestly, a lot of times just take precedence mm -hmm. over outside things. So it's like, all right, when we when you recalibrate, it's like, OK, maybe I just need to. Like, all right, let's set new parameters for what it looks like for us to be able to maintain a friendship. Is yeah. it, all right, one trip a year, just the girls, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Two, uh, one restaurant date a month, like just the two of us, yeah. you know what I mean? Or like, like what does that look like mm -hmm. when our lives are different? And I feel like I wish I had more of this mindset like in the past Yeah. because um, all of my friends got pregnant. <laughs> When I, when I tell you all of them, mm -hmm. all of them, mm -hmm. not one, not like, oh, a couple of us. It was every single person mm -hmm. that I was like super close to, like coming out of high school or like even some of like the earlier college people that I like met. Mm -hmm. Everybody got pregnant. Everybody. And and it was it was a feeling like. One, we're so young. Like, yeah. we're so young. Like, why y'all doing it? Stop. Yeah. But at the same time, it was like, I felt like my life was so different from theirs. Yeah. And as much as we would try to, like, as much as we would try to, like, kind of get on the same pages with each other, mm -hmm. it was like, we really can't. Because, like, I was thinking about one time I had a friend and, like, we were so, so close to each other. And it was like, I remember I, when I finally graduated from college and I'm like, oh, you got to come to my graduation party. Like, whatever. It was somebody I really wanted to see. Yeah. And, like, her son got a fever mm. that same night. And she's like, I can't go. Yeah. And I remember feeling some type of way about that because mm. I'm just like, ain't the dad watching? Like, right. <laughs> But I'm obviously, I'm like, this is her child. Like, she probably like, I don't trust this man to, like, do whatever yeah. <laughs> with the kid or whatever the situation was. But it's, like, stuff like that. Yeah. Like, nobody pre nobody prepares you for stuff like that. Like, mm -hmm. your friend's life is going to change. Mm -hmm. And as much as they seem just like the same person, it's just, like, their environment is very different. And what they have to prioritize is very different. And I feel like what I did was it was just, like, I just kind of never recalibrated with them like mm. okay you know what what does our friendship look like now that you're a, uh now that you're in this like partnership you know now that you have a partner and you know and kids yeah and it's just like i would just like move on and like all right well let me move away or let me go here or let me go try to find other people or whatever mm -hmm. to be friends with but it was like i remember that and i'm just like man like what happened to all the people that i used to talk to and i'm like oh, there was this difference in lifestyles. And mm -hmm. it's like, I just never can find this point of where it feels like, all right, this is how we maintain a friendship moving forward. Yeah, I think that what made it possible for mm -hmm. us to recalibrate as easily as we were, because I do think that us living together made us closer. Yeah. But I think that there was a level of like codependency a little bit there too. 
um, because I mean, we had to depend on each other financially and stuff yeah. like that. But then we were best friends before we moved in together. I think. Yeah, but so, but it wasn't for that. But even then, we were still going to work together every day. Like yeah, I was picking like, you up every day. We still have those common threads that kind of keep us together on both ends like yeah when we first moved in together and now that we mm-hmm. like moved apart you know yeah apart from each other so recalibrating wasn't too difficult for that but i can see like adding another important person very important person to our lives being mm. children or a spouse yeah. or a significant whatever significant other looks like could that could definitely be our first. Yeah, like, oh, okay. Real like, it's not, I can't just hit you up like, hey, bro, you want to go to Union and get some sushi? Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like, uh, no, like, I'm breastfeeding. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, man, we're out at dinner. Like, you right. know what I'm saying? It's just like, oh, well. Um. <laughs> so, yeah, but I yeah. feel like, I feel like low key, I feel like we've been prepping. Yeah. Like, not without even realizing because I'm like, all right, I, like, I, this friendship is solid, like, and I'm, like, I'm secure in this friendship. Yeah. However, I've had situations where I'm, like, I want to do something, Mm -hmm. and you were not available. Yeah. And I'm, like, who else am I going to call to do anything else? Mm Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't want to feel like that. I don't want to feel, because, one, I'm not saying that you feel pressured. Yeah, yeah. But it's, like. That feels like I don't want to put pressure on her to feel like she has to be available for when I want to do things or vice versa. Mm -hmm. And so it's like now that I feel like both of us in our own ways have branched, like are branching out and like getting other like and and adding other friendships to our lives. Yeah. It doesn't feel like this pressure of like, well, if Lauren's not going to do it, I mean, I'm going to do it anyway, because like I feel like I'm more comfortable. I'm comfortable doing stuff by myself. Yeah. But it's just like it's just this difference of like. I don't want to feel like I only have one person to look to for things. Yeah. And I have nobody else that I would go to a movie with or mm-hmm. go to dinner with or do or just have a conversation with or like go to their house or like whatever. Yeah. It's just like I want to be able to have other people in my life that I can look to for different things as well and not feel like there's so much pressure for you to be there for me because I mm-hmm. need you here for this. And it's like, Oh, you out of town? Okay, well then my weekend shot. It's like yeah. I don't want to feel like that. I want to feel like, oh, you know what? Okay, well maybe I hit up this person. Maybe I hit up that person, mm-hmm. and then it's like calm. And but it's like, but if I really, really want to have a good time, <laughs> yeah, then I know who I'm Hold hanging. Then I, yeah, then mm-hmm. I know who I'm hanging out with. So yeah, friends, <laughs> how many of us have them? How many do you have? Yeah. Talk to us in the comments about your friendships, mm-hmm. uh, making new friends, maintaining yeah. friendships, yeah. what you think about that. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have made it this far, thank you so much. We really appreciate you. Yeah. Make sure that you like this video. Make sure you share this video. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel, to our audio platforms, whether it be Spotify, Apple Music, all of that. Follow us on social media. All the information will be in the description box below. Yes. And we just, uh, we thank you so far for being on this journey with us. Thank you. And um, hopefully you'll be our friends too. (laughs) Be our digital friends. Our digital friends. Digital, digital, get down. I've been watching, listening to a lot of NSYNC (laughs) since they got back together. So, So, yeah. I hope they do a concert. We'll see what happens. We'll see how Justin feels. (laughs) Because we done it. I'm back on. (laughs) (laughs) 
old men. But anyway, yeah. uh, but thank you so much, guys. We really appreciate it. And you guys enjoy the rest of your evening, weekend, morning, afternoon, whatever it is for you. Whatever it we- is after you watch this. Yeah. In its entirety. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, bye. <laughs> <laughs> I used to stick around. Definitely not for too long.